Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today we want to talk a little bit about internet preachers and some of the things that I've been seeing as I'm watching a few more sermons from a lot of different places online. Welcome back to the show. A couple pieces of housekeeping before we dive on in. In the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be launching a new version of the website. This should not interfere with the podcast feeds, but in the odd chance that it does... Be aware of that, so if you don't see the podcast hitting Tuesday like it usually does, go check out the website, make sure everything is looking good there. I'm trying to do it in a seamless manner that will not interfere with anything, but you never really know when you do a whole website redesign. So uh, just be aware that's coming out. The new site's going to be a whole lot faster, a whole lot more organized. Uh, just I am I very much like the direction that, that we took on the new one. But uh, with that being said, let's dive on into the internet preachers. I've been watching a lot of these guys online. A lot of it's because my personal church doesn't have the, you know, the technology to be doing anything uh, on the internet, which is, is very sad. And then I did offer uh, to uh, help put some stuff online, but, uh, you know, we haven't ever gotten around to it. But in light of all this, I want to take some time and actually sit down and watch some of the sermons from some of the big trendy churches out here. And a friend of mine and I have been watching these sermons and, and analyzing them and looking at it, and, and it raises a few pieces of concern that I'm seeing. Now, the one church we are watching a whole series through to make sure we have the maximum amount of context, we're looking at this guy saying, this is an interesting thing because he comes out of the Rick Warren church growth model view, but this model also tends to bring with it a lot of other stuff. So they tend to be churches that are very well, uh, very well watched by a traditional Protestant type approach, but they have elements of church growth, which is concerned with the growth of the church, not the soundness of the scripture, but then a lot of them will also bring in a lot of the business guru-y type stuff, the things that we saw inside the health and wealth, or maybe your Joel Osteen groups. And so what I'm seeing in this weird conglomeration of, uh, this weird conglomeration mixing together church growth principles, health and wealth principles, and conservative, not really conservative, but just Protestant principles, all bending together for some giant internet trendy hipster show. That's what seems to be the case. In fact, I was commenting and said, I said, you know, this is a very minor point, but if you notice how all of these guys are wearing skinny jeans, I mean, really? Do we really need to be wearing tight, skinny jeans and tight? Eh, that's a minor point. That, that's not a point of theology. It's just an interesting observation. But in the last one that we were watching, the guy is literally crazy. In fact, it was hilarious. Now, now maybe this is a maybe this is a God thing or whatever. I'm re-recording this video because I was went on to record some other shows and I accidentally deleted the tail end of the first version of this. And uh, so I'm doing this after we've had our discussion on this sermon for the week, which was cool because he almost stopped watching it halfway through and I almost stopped watching it halfway through. But since we've watching them independently and then come together to talk about it later, we both get through just so that we didn't have to say to the other person, I stopped watching it. Although we both did kind of tune out near the end because it went. <laughs> so this guy's a raving lunatic raving lunatic that every about every three or four minutes would just get into this pep assembly rah, 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 and the whole audience is just going crazy and then they got their guy their guitar 
what is this going on? I'm going, holy crap, these people are crazy. And if you watch this and think this is Christianity, it's like going to a pep rally. If you've been to a pep rally in high school, it's all raw, raw, it's all excitement, and there's nothing to do about it. It also reminds me of that scene in, in the, um, the Dark Knight, right, where Batman and Joker's in there, and the Joker's sitting there laughing, and he says, that you have nothing to do with all your anger. And it's just like, that's what I feel like watching a lot of these modern trendy guys. You're all excited, but you have nothing to do with the excitement because you've not been handed any sound scripture. You've not been handed any sound doctrine. Now, wrapping this back around, if you're coming from the one-verse culture, which has been a problem in modern Christianity, and then you're watching a lot of the church growth stuff, which borrowed that and even took that to a more extreme where people stopped bringing their Bibles to church because the one verse we're going to be talked about is going to be on the screen, and then the pastor takes this entire message he wants to say, borrows a Bible verse or two to cram it in there in a principle called isogesis, uh, making the Bible say what you want it to say, People watch this and then they're like, well, I kind of understand that's a problem. And then I'm watching some of these newer guys that are combining the health and wealth view with the more uh, church growthy type view. And they're actually quoting from much larger portions of scripture. And then so you look at this and go, wow, this guy's preaching a lot. But this new generation caught up by these modern trends, do not recognize the vast amount of scripture that was inside of word faith. That's why it took a hold when it did, because people understood the importance of the Bible when the health and wealth gospel was running around the country 30, 40, 50 years ago. And they would be, get caught in where they would miss it is the interpretations of the scripture. The interpretations would be incorrect. And so now what we're starting to see is this trend where they're combining all these together where they'll have a lot more scripture, but the interpretation is completely off. But they're trying to cater to this particular Protestant viewpoint. And you end up with this massively exciting, oftentimes very word-faithy type approach with a larger amount of scripture, but the entire thing is more like a business guru self-help lesson all about us, not about Christ. It's all these sermons that we have watched in this series in the last month have all been about how to make us better people, how to bring us around, how to get us to throw off our fear, how to get us to, I mean, it's just like this whole thing. And, and I got news for you, people. Jesus Christ did not come to make bad people good. He came to make dead people live. And that's the unfortunate thing I'm not hearing in any of these sermons. So there's all these big groups coming on. There's all these huge trendy pastors. There's all these people excited. I love my pastor. He's just on fire. I can get behind him. I can enjoy it. But you look at the end and there's no sustenance. It's like eating a cream-filled donut. It tastes amazing. You're like, I gotta get me more of these. But if you eat a diet of those, you're going to feel like crap because there's no fillingness, there's no sustenance, there's nothing in it but a cheap thrill. And that's what the unfortunate thing that I'm finding with a lot of these online sermons. And the sad reality is a lot of your more traditional, smaller, conservative churches that are truly preaching the gospel aren't preaching the gospel right now because of the current 
quarantines and pandemics. And so people are going online and finding their things. And there are definitely some good online pastors I'd point you to. But man, there are a whole lot of them that are, they're just, they're preaching cream donuts, guys. They're preaching cream donuts. They're, it tastes amazing. You're all excited about it, but you come out at the end and you haven't gotten anything. And I encourage you, get something. Who are the people I'd recommend? This is not an ex all exhaustive list. This is just off the top of my head. I don't have a list of guys. Some of these I have not actually listened to. I just know them to be sound. And so I'm just going to give you a list of people. Um, John MacArthur. Erwin um, Lutzer. R.C. Sprawl. Ravi Zacharias. Uh, David Jeremiah. John Piper, although I'm a little leery about him right now. But John Piper. Um, Tony Evans down there in Dallas. Uh, let's see. I like some of the Chip Ingram stuff. I'm not sure where he's laying these days, uh, but I absolutely loved a lot of his stuff a long time ago, and I've heard some of it still pretty good. Last thing I have from him is maybe about five years old, and it was still pretty good back then, so definitely check him out. Um, oh, Stowall. What was his name? I forget. Stowall. You can find him. <laughs> but, I mean, those are just some off the top of my head uh, that are definitely worth looking to. So if you are in a place where you aren't at church services because your church is small and not doing online things, definitely check out some of those guys. If you're all into the rah-rah churches and you're actually sick of eating cream donuts, also check out those churches, please. They are going to be excellent places for you to learn the gospel through an online medium. And several of those, not all of them, but several of those I just mentioned, all their stuff is downloadable for free. I know Erwin Lutzer, John MacArthur, two of my favorites, all their stuff is free on their websites. Um, gty.org is MacArthur, and uh, I think uh, I, I, Moody just changed their URL. I forget what it is. It used to be Moody Church Media, but it's something else now. Just do a search for Moody Church. You can find the sermons for there by Erwin Lutzer. There's some excellent stuff there. So with that, thanks for coming along, guys. Uh, just a reminder, uh, if, you're, if you're watching this online, uh, on like YouTube or BitChute, uh, definitely keep on catching us there without a problem. If you are on the podcast, just a reminder, the website will be changing. That means the feed could be changing. I think it's all the same. Um, and the information feeding into it should all be the same. But in the event there's a hiccup, have a look at the channel or the website at ourwalkinchrist.com for updates. Thanks for coming along and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.